0: Welcome to another episode of The Unique Radio's Manifest Monday Show. I'm your host, Mary Brotherton, and every Monday at 11 o'clock a.m. Eastern Time, we release a new episode to help you learn more about the power of manifesting. The more you listen, the more you'll learn. On the second Monday of each month, our sponsor, Jillian Harris, joins us. Visit her at theconsciouscougar.com and learn more about how she uses the power of color, energy, thought, emotions, and crystals to help her manifest and how she can help you learn how to manifest even better. Call 516-418-5651 on the 2nd and 4th Mondays at 11 o'clock a.m. Eastern Time when I am live with Jillian or possibly other guests. Be sure to follow The Unique Radio on Blog Talk Radio or your other favorite platforms so you don't miss a single one of our most popular podcasts. Now let's get to today's topic.
1: Yeah, let's
0: get to it. (laughs) Welcome, 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 Julia. I am so glad to connect with you again. Good morning, darling. (laughs) There she is. (laughs)
1: It's still money Well, how's that from you? Oh, yes, but wait, you live in Florida How you doing? I
0: do, I do live in (laughs) Florida
1: Yeah, you do (laughs) And I was all like, uh, dude, got a boat? (laughs) I don't need a boat
0: Oh, good, glad you you
1: didn't You didn't have drama at your house
0: No, I had absolutely no drama Because I manifested no drama but I, I, okay. didn't, I, didn't manifest, I didn't manifest no drama because that would have brought me drama because okay. the universe doesn't understand the word no. Ah. So, hmm. so what I did is I walked around and I said, look how beautiful this yard is. Look how intact my house is.
1: Right. This is how I want to
0: stay. This is, this is gorgeous. It's a beautiful day. The sun is shining if we get rain we get rain but the rain runs away and goes right into the ocean so i don't have to worry about it it does not you know uh, i forget how i phrase it so that i didn't use any negative language but mm-hmm. i just said um my my yard will be as beautiful tomorrow as it is today and well i think
1: that's awesome but now i want to ask you a question have yes. you been located in an area that was you know, um, 100% going to be wiped out like they could see it, like they could tell by the um, the uh, speed of the wind, by the amount of rain, by the um, flooding that was absolutely going to happen, um, how would you have handled it then? We're all going to die! <laughs> <laughs> I know you would not have said that, but... No, but um, but, you know how would you then? Because there's still a way to, you know, take the conscious creation and still make it a good, a you know, better outcome for yourself.
0: Yeah, because there I have been many instances of devastation, and one house stands untouched. Yeah, I would, I would be that one house.
1: Right. Did you see the neighborhood with the solar panels?
0: Don't think I did.
1: Um, My mom is telling me about this awesome neighborhood where every single house is solared down. And this neighborhood was untouched. Somehow the solar panels had a lot to do with what the storm was doing.
0: Wow. Yeah,
1: or what the storm didn't do right there. And this whole neighborhood was untouched there's something to truly be said for that. And I uh, don't let really that is like amazing. Yes. And it needs to be understood by regular people scientifically how is it that that happened? It's right along the same science of, you know, the oceans being warmer and it triggering the storm conditions, you know what I mean, or enhancing the storm conditions that we are, are exper- experiencing. Um so the solar panels had some calming effect in terms of they just didn't play into what the storm needed to, you know, really raise havoc in that area like it had in wow. other areas. Yes. It's something I'm that really that needs up. to be looked I hadn't heard at. that. Yeah. Oh. That, that's real right now. Those people are having breakfast today and out mowing the lawn because it's been raining so much.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty... That's intense.
1: Yeah, it is. <laughs> just wanna bring that That's just in. been yeah.
0: right intense.
1: <laughs>
0: <sighs> yeah.
1: Yeah. So uh there's that. But you know, I'm so glad that you're okay and, and I love that you you know, you worked your positivity and I don't know exactly what city you're in or anything, but um the folks in your neighborhood, did you like, you know, spread that energy around so that everybody could be okay by you?
0: Oh my gosh, yes. I stood at the corner of my yard. And I was I was being very selfish.
1: Yeah. My house,
0: my house, my house, my yard, my, 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 my. And then it was right. as if one of my angels tapped me on the shoulder and said, excuse me, but who are you? Right. <laughs> and I, I quickly changed my tune to everyone in this neighborhood is unharmed. There were a few but basic, as my husband said, it looked like... Um, we had a, a big guy come through and shake all the trees and knock down all the dead leaves out. Right. And there were a few, it, it looked like we had major landscaping day done, but right. nothing harmful. Everything was beneficial. Okay. Our yard, I, I kid you not, there were just a few palm fronds scattered here and there, but for the majority, you would never have known it was anything more than a pretty heavy thunderstorm. Right. And, there, were, there are some places that are near a particular river. Uh, it's called St. John's River, and it's an interesting river. It flows north instead of south. One of the, I think, it's one of the only ones in the in the country. There are some other uh, in other worlds, other countries that do, but wow. this one flows. It's called the St. John's River, and it's where the majority of our drinking water comes from. Okay, and it flooded bad. Oh, wow. But they, they was, um, they were doing some interviews yesterday um, uh-huh. because it's still, the flooding is still going on. And there was an old timer there riding a horse. He said, this is so much more reliable than a truck or a car. He said, and I don't even have to have um, gas like I would if I had a jet ski. I just ride my horse where I want to go. If the water is too dangerous, the horse won't go in it. So I know to stay out. He said, so, right. you know, we, we get around this way. He said, but, you know, I've been through worse. And, and the news anchor was like, what, you've been through worse? He said, oh, yeah. Said, Back in 2004 when we had back-to-back hurricanes, we, you know, we, we had two weeks to prepare between hurricanes. And right. he said, um, yeah, but that was pretty intense. He said, we had a lot of rain that year, much worse than this. Right. So it's all about perspective. Yeah, and and yeah. I think it's that way. Also, with what you manifest, you know, I I manifest happiness and joy for myself at all times. And sure, I have my moments of, whoopsie, what am I doing here? Or right. oh, woe is me, this this body part doesn't work properly. Right. But I quickly try to turn that around with manifesting. Right. And and I've learned. This was something I've learned recently. I didn't know I could do this. If you're suffering from pain of of any sort, you acknowledge it and say, okay, this is telling me X, Y, Z. Um, maybe, Maybe it's telling me to slow down. Maybe it's telling me not to walk there or here or whatever. But then you can also dial down the intensity of that pain just by saying, I want the intensity of this pain to be less. Right. And I'm like, well, all right. I think I want the intensity of my pain to be zero. Thank you very much. Right. (laughs) So I was telling that to to a woman yesterday. She said, well, don't ignore the pain and just dial it away completely. It's there for a reason. I'm like, I get that. But I don't have to suffer with it for long. Right. I can acknowledge it and fix it and move on.
1: Yeah, awesome. See, that's beautiful. Well, I'm I'm sure some folks uh, got a good um, example out of what you were saying, you know, how to look at certain situations, because we know about the law of attraction and, um, you know, uh, conscious creation, but when we're really in a thing and it's really happening, you know, how to um, perceive it, how to um, really uh, construct almost, you know, your thoughts and your feeling so that you can make it what you need it to be. That's
0: can be a challenge sometimes,
1: easy.
0: huh? It's not it's not an easy thing to do, and, and I've been conditioning myself to do this more and more. And let me tell you, talk about manifesting. You've known me long enough to know that I have this condition: uh, dry, cracking skin. Um, some people call it psoriasis. Some people call it eczema. One doctor called it Alice. He says, it doesn't matter what you call it, just take this pill and it'll go away. Well, okay. it and some of the other. The, the intensity of the irritation and other things went away, and I didn't like the other things that it took away, so um, I just decided not to use that particular pill anymore. But mm-hmm. um, it can be very painful to right. not be able to walk without a walker right. and without bandaging your feet and you have to wear gloves all the time or you can't touch anything without hurting right. yourself. So a woman came up to me one day and she's got some of your gifts and some of my gifts and some of a lot of other gifts. But she just looked at me and she said, what's going on with you? I'm like, ah, blah, 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 and She said, so how long ago did you ask to be the hands of Jesus Christ? I'm like, are you kidding me? Never. She said, oh, yes, you asked to be his hands and feet. That's why you're having this condition. I oh. said, no. No, I was never asked to be his hands and feet. That would be real. And she said, so I did. I, I meditated on that one for a while. And I realized that about, mm, I have to stop and think how old I am now compared to how old I was then. We'll just say more than 30 years ago. Uh-huh. I sat down in prayer, and I said, I want to be Christ-like. Right. Well, how can you be Christ-like without suffering? Mm,
1: That's what the man was know. all about. That's a matter of
0: perspective, so, right? So it's all Exactly. It's all about perspective. I mean, of course, I didn't ask to have wounds on my hands and my feet. I right. didn't ask to be suffering and pain, but... You get what you ask for if you don't know what you're asking for. Right. <laughs> and that was that was the case of manifesting something probably 20 years before I received it by asking incorrectly. And that's why it's so important to be mindful of what we are trying to achieve in our life.
1: Right. Definitely.
0: I'm sure you've seen those um, little expressions all over the place. I call them little pithy things. But, you know, oh, God, grant me patience and give it to me now. Well, if you want patience, buckle up, buttercup, because you're going to get some tribulations that's going to cause them. You know, everything comes with a price, unfortunately. So what I've been doing is I've been working on manifesting a balanced body, mind, and spirit rather than being... I don't need to be like Jesus no Mo. I can I can figure this out on my own. I can just um, I can be balanced and peaceful and loving and kind and generous, and my body will be whole again. Right. I'm just I'm just hoping it doesn't take another twenty years to reverse what I've done to myself.
1: Well, then I guess that would be the next thing to work on in your uh, conscious creation. That it yes. happens zippy doo dah quickly. Yeah.
0: Because I don't need it to wait till I'm 97.
1: Yeah, not then. It would be okay if it happened now.
0: Yeah, it would be very nice if it happens now.
1: Yeah, we're gonna work that on would that. be nice. Yeah, exactly. I like it. Awesome. Well, so, wow. Good for you. I'm glad that you, you know, were able to be there in that scary situation and not be so scared.
0: Thank you. Yeah. I, yeah. I just figure... Well, number one, if it's my time, it's my time, and there's nothing I can do about it.
1: Okay. And
0: so I don't worry about death at all. Um, I would I would prefer to not have my home destroyed uh, while I'm waiting for death to show up whenever it shows up. So I don't. I'm not. I'm very. I'm really more scared of tree frogs than I am of dying. And I'm okay. working on the tree frog thing too. I've been I've been manifesting <laughs> that differently as well. Um, saw one in my compost bin the other day, and I wasn't expecting it. It didn't jump or anything. It just kind of looked at me like, "Lady, go away. I'm hiding in here from all the other big bad ugly things that got in your neighborhood." Because I live right. near a wildlife preserve, so there are a lot okay. of things that could eat this frog. And right. I just closed the lid and took a deep breath, and I said, okay, he can't really hurt me. All right. he can do is jump and startle right. me. Yes. Continue your business, Mary, and move on, and that's what yes. I
1: did. That's funny. You know, we got to remember that sometimes. It's, you know, which one of us is the bigger spirit going on here? Yeah.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Well, I can't, I can't jump like he does. He can jump like six or seven feet. I'm... I' do good to pick up my foot and not stumble over air. But, um,
1: <laughs> but I want to talk
0: about something else I manifested, because I think it's really cool. And then I want to talk about what you've been manifesting. OK. Be unique. the nonprofit that I helped found created, at, we, 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 I guess, we produced an event called Mephifest. And we said it's meta because it encompasses everything that we do. And um, we also said it's where Be Unique comes to life. It it was really a lot of fun. Um, It took a lot of hours to invite all the people to come and be vendors. And we did. And they came and we had authors and artists and belly dancers. Wow. Wow. Yoga and um, spirit drummers, shaman did a spirit drum session for us. And then we had people doing um, more energetic work, talking about, you know, if energy is stagnant, it's causing pain. You can't have stagnation or it's just not going to work. We had people selling Shungite water and blue bottles of solar water and Um, people selling doTERRA oils or other kinds of uh, aromatherapy. Right. And we had a a, a hashtag, the character, the panda-looking guy with hashtags on his hands. He was walking around. (laughs) So the cutest thing was these little children, probably all under the age of five, doing um, Bollywood dancing. Oh, how fun. that is oh yeah! In fact, my, my own husband came to me in the middle of one of the belly dance uh, routines, and he said, "How did you pull this off?" Right. I, I said, "I sent an invitation." Works. It wasn't hard. It was tiresome at times. Yeah,
1: it sounds like it's big I, and it was a lot of pieces.
0: We had we had about thirty vendors. Okay. I hope, I had hoped we'd have more, we had 30-ish, and that was a result of close to 2,000 invitations. Wow. Now, of, of these people that I invited, 30 signed up, and about 30 more had a conflict of interest with their calendar. I just okay. I can't make it. One, one right. person said, I, I want to be there, but I don't have enough stuff. So let me continue making, and I'll come to your next one, which will be January 14th. Okay. But I believe that I manifested, manifest specifically so Mary could play. I was exhausted oh. at the end. I, I put in about 9,500 steps during the day. And that was, wow. even, you know, even with people insisting, Mary, you need to sit. Mary, you need right. to rest. Mary, don't wear yourself out. I've got people who always look after me, look out for me, and I appreciate that more than I could ever say. But I did a sound bath, which was—you lay down on this table, and it's, it's like a—it's yeah. like a very cushiony massage table. And then um, he turns on a button, and you feel like you're lying on a speaker at a Rolling Stones concert. Wow just vibrating whoosh so you were the recipient of the sound bath yes i would okay i i I, as i'm walking through talking to these vendors that i invited they're all you need to try my stuff you need to try this out don't i want you to experience this so they gave me samples that was one and um as I'm doing this, this man is chanting for healing. He says he basically, it's like a car wash. You know, yeah. it runs, the the, the the car wash doesn't care where you got your dirt, what kind of dirt it is, how long you've had it. It just washes it off. Right. I'm like, dude, I need one of these. He said, we'll talk more. Um, I, had, I didn't go back and talk about prices. I stuck to the lower things that I could afford. But, I did a, a a woman did a terahertz wand session with me, which at some point my, one of my knees decided, you're not going to work anymore today. Just sit down. You're not going to work. And I knew that this woman did acupuncture. And I was hoping she was doing samples of acupuncture, but she wasn't. Um, She was mostly demonstrating her wand for sale. And I ended up buying one. Uh, They're not cheap, but they're not, uh, as expensive as a sound bed, I'm pretty sure, just just guessing, um, size matters. But um, I wouldn't have been able to take that sound bed home with me anyway. Anyhow, um, she did that, and at both times, I felt like I was cocooned. I didn't hear any other sounds of, and we did this inside a mall. And you know malls are noisy.
1: Yeah. And...
0: Another thing that I took advantage of was um, uh, Lucia Light, I think it's called. I'm not exactly sure what it is. I did just a two-minute sample, but it took me on like a mind trip. What is that? I have to give you more information. I don't know how to explain it.
1: I mean, uh, Um, what does it look like?
0: Well, I was in a zero-gravity chair. It was so funny because most people sit in the chair and they stay sitting upright, I noticed uh-huh. from the photos. Yeah. It was a zero-gravity chair. Mama's going to kick back. I lay right. back in that chair. I'm, I'm floating, you know. And they go, right. look at her. She knows what this right. is all about. And they put on headphones that had very soft, I guess, like instrumental jazz Maybe okay. music you'd hear at a massage parlor, possibly, or a massage technician place. I don't like the word parlor. Long connotation. But anyway, I... Uh, <laughs> there were sound blocking. Not like so all happy I could happy ending
1: massage, everybody, the <laughs> other kind.
0: But I did have a happy ending. It was a very happy ending. <laughs> okay. And... And, and I'm getting to an even funnier story in a second. But I, then they have this light that's like uh, the size of your face almost in front of you. Um, it just changes the light frequency and it's, it's all white light. But when my eyes were closed, I saw colors. It was like looking through a, um, what do they call it, kaleidoscope? Yeah. You know, where you look through this, the little tube or telescope thing and you turn the dial and it changes the colors inside. Yeah. That's what I had. And she told me, she wow. said, those colors are all you. They are not, we're not providing those. Your third eye is opening and showing you the possibilities.
1: Wow.
0: And I'm like, I've got to look into this even more because right. this is really important. Yeah. This is, my son and I went on a similar mind trip together when he was 19 in Atlanta just happened to be at the right place at the right time (laughs) and we discovered that he used to be my father
1: right you told me about that that's amazing yeah
0: that was that was pretty cool I didn't have anything like that on this particular one, but it was a, only a two-minute session, so right. I couldn't get the full effect. But I also received Reiki a while I was, in, I was there. I was to
1: go and enjoy them, yeah.
0: And then um, at some point, the shaman saw me hobbling around and he said, Mary, come to my booth. I want to lay hands on you. I said, I've been hoping you'd touch me. Uh-huh. He, he said, yeah, I, I definitely want to touch you. And So this is where I said the story gets better because as I'm sitting there, his wife is right there with him and me, and we're just talking, and he says, well, I'm going to use Florida water on you. And I had never heard of Florida water until fairly recently. Um, It's kind of, let me look it up because I don't remember. Um, Florida water is, an American version of eau de cologne, cologne has the same base as cologne water, but shifts to emphasis to sweet in the Americas. It's, and and they make it in a lot of different countries. Um, they have lavender and other bergamot, neroli, lemon, cloves, cinnamon, rose, and orange flower are all, also, also used in it. I'm trying to find out what is it. For, I mean, I know it's a like healing-type water. uh uh-huh. Here yeah, What is it used for? Um, because they call it Florida water in other countries. Interesting. It, it was made in the early 1800s as perfume, but they've decided okay. that it works better as a spiritual uh, water because... Um, it's a type of cologne that's used in spiritual practices. Some people believed it was named for the Fountain of Youth in Florida. Other people just used the version of, the Spanish version, which means full of flowers. Right. But people soak their feet in it. They clean their home with it. But you dip, your, you know, you put it, apply it to your body for a guidance, for, basically. Um, they you go to get rid of negative energy, and it attracts ancestral spirits. So that's what this guy was using this on my knee for. And he, You know, he would just put a little bit on my knee, and he, he had touched my knee, and he was also praying silently as he did this and uh, just asking for healing for me. And at one point, he'd already touched my knee with his water a couple of times. He said, oh, Mary, I forgot to tell you, I'm going to get your pants wet. And his wife and I both just burst out laughing because we were both dirty old ladies. And then she picked up a drum and she started drumming. And she said, I hope you don't mind. I said, no, I like the drum. It kind of keeps him quiet.
1: (laughs) Right. That's
0: funny. That was was how I felt. Like every time I turn around, somebody was offering me something. I had a delightful woman give me a little container of tea. I was going to buy it. She said, no, this is my gift for you. So the whole day was filled with love and light and blessings, and we're going to do it again in three months?
1: That's awesome. You are doing it again in three months for sure?
0: I already have the dates scheduled with the mall. I have people who've said I will be there. Right. Um, You just have to send out the application or the registration form and let them sign up and go from there.
1: That's awesome, and that's a really great opportunity for those vendors, too. Yes. Yeah. I
0: had yeah. a few people.
1: But
0: I've heard that there were a few negative comments. I don't know what the negative comments were, and therefore I can't fix it. But we right, will but be sending out. I, I, I
1: bet you I get it. I bet you it's people who didn't understand the modalities and stuff.
0: Probably, and, and I know there were some people um, – who came to you know? I mean, like I said, we had people who were artists, people who were authors. Um, there were jewelry makers, but yeah. they kind of had. I had a chiropractor there. He was so amazing, Doctor Abel Gonzalez. Abel yeah. Gonzalez. He. I met him at a, another event that was geared for senior citizens. Yeah. And. I saw him, I saw his aura, and I'm like, gimme, you know? I just, I wanted to be in his bubble. And instead of telling him that well, the first time I met him, I handed him one of our magazines and I invited him to come to Right. Before I got home that day, he had already sent me his application and the money. And it, just from reading what I gave him and from meeting me, that was it. And so he flagged me down. I was driving my car towards the front of the mall to to load it up with things. He was lucky. I mean, he just had to bring a spine and a couple of pieces of paper with him. He didn't have a lot of stuff. But he was one of our presenters, and he was talking about a paradigm shift in health care. Right. So he basically flagged me down as the, the, the event was ending and said, I have to thank you for introducing me to my people. He's, oh, I've been looking. I've been looking for you for years, Right. and he's probably all of twenty-eight years old himself. But still, he he was very happy to, and he wanted to make sure I knew that yeah. he knew he'd found his home. Yeah. So if we can introduce people to their home, then great. If yeah. some people don't, don't feel at home with us, then that's okay too. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, it's a great opportunity, I meaning create the situation where um there are people to receive the um services that are being offered by these vendors and then for the vendors, you know, that's the the great opportunity and I'm sure that there are many of them who have a day job that they haven't quit yet and uh, but they're wanting to and they're wanting to um turn the practice that you had them do as vendors at your event into their full time thing. And this gives them a better opportunity to get there.
0: And that brings me back to my original question for you. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm going to modify it, though. Have you quit your day job yet?
1: No. No, I've not. So,
0: I woke up this morning thinking of the Valley of the Dolls. I
1: know, yeah. I know that was
0: that was something that you manifested years ago.
1: And yeah. now you're doing Stargate
0: Adventures I've
1: done a lot of things. I do a lot of things. I've done a lot of things alongside Valet of the Dolls. And um, and unfortunately, fortunately, Valet of the Dolls is just a really girthy business, it's a very girthy business and it has um, it makes a lot of money but not a lot of money that I get to, and I shouldn't say that I don't get to keep it because in a way there's, you know, definitely benefits um, when you're a business owner Um, there are things that the business has that you get to, you know, have (laughs) that you get to use and and partake in you know, Um, it just shows up a little differently on your tax form because the business needed it and uh, you know, and, and you just you know, you got to Take part of that, which is like, like this
0: business If I hadn't yeah. created manifest, we w- I yeah. wouldn't have perceived all those wonderful healing modalities. Exactly like that. Yes, right. So, but
1: um, at the same time, you know, um, it has been kind of an abusive business to me. Now I've you know raised my prices and uh, put them in a more um, a place that would make the company better profit. Um, So that at the end of a year that has seen so much money come in, there would actually be something left. And that I've been having challenges with, which I'm sure a lot of business people can relate to. Um, And it has just made it stressful. But then there's the other part. You know, every business is different, and this particular one has so many layers to it. The valet of the dolls does, and you have to keep hiring employees. None of the employees want to be a valet for the rest of their life, which I understand, but it's like, Dan, really? Are you sure? Think about it. Um, <laughs> and so they do <laughs> you know, to their other oh, jobs. So and you keep- I, to I know, right? <laughs> exactly. And you look so cute in the bow tie. Come on. Um, but are you sure you want to go open your own company? Are you sure you want to go be a doctor, a lawyer, or whatever? Um, but so, uh, yeah, we got to let them go, and then we've got to keep hiring, and then 50% of the people that you hire don't actually show up. And it's been interesting to me to learn recently that um, most business owners, like, the vast majority of them are experiencing the exact same thing. And as we look across America and we see all these, you know, help wanted signs, um, this is what's going on. And folks are hiring people who don't show up, and, and it's just, you know, kind of crazy. So for me, um, we have a a great operation, and the Valet of the Dolls is the highest-paying valet company in the city of L.A., and I do that so that I don't have to stress so much on hiring people. But even at that, and we pay well, and the tips are huge because of who we are and who our clients are and stuff, it's still a little bit of a challenge. But so um, my thing with it is now I, uh, I may and I may not be experiencing better profit than I've had ever in the history of the 20 years of the company. Um, And that might make a little bit of a difference for me for a little bit. But I've thought about it really hard. Even if the profit now that I've raised the prices is a great relief and brings me what I feel um, I deserve, you know, for the amount of work and stuff that I do, I still might be handing it over. There's a bidding war right now in my company. And um what's interesting is I was going to just close it. I was just like, forget it. Just close it. Walk away." <laughs> and start the next thing. But um I'm going to I'm I'm actually grateful for that and it is just a matter of when do I want to um let go of it. So in the meantime, um, Stargate Adventure has begun, and I'm just one of those logical people, I just believe, and if there are other business owners out there who are facing the same kind of thing, you probably agree that, you know, you want to make sure that your new business is generating income before you close the old business. Or the other way to do it is have so much savings uh, and a cushion that's so big and you can be so comfortable from your first... Uh, venture that you can be just free to adventurously start your second venture without it, you know, um, needing that. I don't have that, so I need one to start generating before the other one is gone. And um, so that has been uh, my biggest challenge. But I, um, without even trying. Um, realized that I had bidders, people that were interested in buying the company, other companies that do what I do. And they're looking at us and they're noticing how much we're charging and they're noticing that, you know, we're busy and we're noticing that they're just noticing. And they've been noticing, but now they're really noticing. And There are a lot of valet companies in Los Angeles that did not make it past the pandemic. So it's uh, amazing that we're here, and then we're super-duper popular uh, for still being here. So... um, I am moving forward with, you know, Stargate Adventure. I um, have uh, really fine-tuned more of what it is. It is a retreat. Rather than it just being an off-road adventure, um, I really realize that it's an absolute treatment. It's a retreat and treatment, retreat from all the stress, the regular day-to-day stuff that we do in any given week um, in our regular lives. And then, you know, just to be able to set that aside and go off into the wilderness uh, for rejuvenation and everything that a retreat can bring you. And, you know, they're specifically designed to relax you and, and also to help you with um, however it is, whatever the benefits are that you want to take. Like I, I offer to people to consider as they go into the trip, um, what do you want to leave in the desert? What do you want, how do you want this trip to enhance? your life how do you want to um feel what benefits do you want to feel when you get back to your regular day-to-day and what can happen with a retreat versus a vacation is you can feel just so much better you can be a powerhouse when you get back to your regular day-to-day whereas a vacation how many people at the end of their vacation feel like they need a freaking vacation (laughs) (laughs) because they can't completely out so um I am loving that I'm being part of uh this um this uh this retreat of facilitating um the healthiness and uh, balance and uh and strengthening, you know, your energy field and whatnot. So, um the first trip, you know, on doing something like this I've learned a lot and it's uh I would love to say just, you know, I do have people who are are wanting to come with on the trips, and I'm doing them for free at first, Um, having folks come with me for free. And then I have prices on the website that I'm about to shrink, like cut in half or something. So the, after the first month or two of freeness, then we're going to be doing reduced prices. And the reason I'm doing that is because I just want to do it. I just want to have as many people as possible do it with me and get the word out about how wonderful it is. It's so Amazing! I just did a video from what happened this past weekend, and that is up on my YouTube channel, uh, The Conscious Cougar. And um, I think it's called, I don't know, Grand Opening or uh, op- Starting My New Biz Open, something like that. But it's the most recent one just posted like this morning or last night. And um, um, it just it, it uh, really kind of conveys this time we were supposed to have guests. We didn't have them at the last minute. Um, they weren't able to make it, and um, for different reasons, and I really feel like Spirit had everything to do with that, and we needed it to be just me and one of the mechanics. On any of these journeys that you go on with Stargate Adventure, there's the guide and facilitator, the retreat facilitator, which is me. I'm in the front, and then the last car is going to be a mechanic. So I thought, let's take Adam and let's go um, and get some of the route down because whenever we do these, we will be getting permits from the different um, uh, jurisdictions of land. Like there's federal land, there's um, Bureau of Land Management, there's public land, but each of those have governing bodies that want you to get a permit if you are a commercial operation as I am. What's cool about this is they want to know exactly where you're going to be um, where are you going to camp that evening? Where are you stopping for lunch? Where are you, you know, doing this, that, and the other thing? So right. while that may seem like it's going to kind of constrict you, um, And, you know, these are areas where anybody can camp. It's not like, you know, hey, that's my tree. I'm supposed to be able to camp there. You guys got to move over. No, somebody's there first. You go find another tree. So (laughs) um, that's the way that goes. But so if they've got a dot that tells them exactly where the group is supposed to be and we're not right there, they know that we're somewhere nearby. We had to go and, you know, scoot over, you know, a thousand feet or whatever to be, um, um, to have our privacy and uh, be able to camp enough space. For us, and so other people had taken the original spot, but I like oh, that they know where we are, and they do happen to pop by. You know, they want to make sure that you know we're doing what we said we're going to do, and it's not like they're going to invade. You know, the space like they knew I was going to be out there this last weekend, and they knew that it wasn't um, not this past weekend, but the weekend before. About a week ago And they knew that it wasn't um, really commercial It was just, you know, Stargate Adventure Out there doing recon And that it was just going to be me And a mechanic and maybe a couple friends But they still wondered, you know, where where, where are we going? And I gave them my route and, And I loved that And then I encountered them And I met some of the rangers and stuff And I really enjoyed them getting to know me And what we do And they're likable people And I'm a likable person So it's like, you know one of the biggest fears that people have who are not used to camping, who are not used to off-roading, um, they're attracted to the wilderness. They're attracted to the nature. They want to see what you can't see from a regular paved road, but they're afraid not of snakes, not of mountain lions, but of other humans. They're afraid of the bad people, people who do crazy criminal stuff. and right. so. You know, and so now there's ways to, like, deal with that, and that I'm doing that, you know, with the energy field and whatnot. But I also, on top of that, feel that folks will be a lot more comforted in knowing about this part of the process. So, and then also the larger your caravan, the, the you know, the safer everything is. Who wants to, you know, bother a caravan of, like, seven cars? Like, hmm. <laughs> so... Anyway, um, it's just, and also I want to say, too, a year ago, pretty much a year ago right now, I was preparing for my first ever off-roading adventure. I and remember yeah, naked in a surf friend.
0: Friend. Yeah, I edition, my Jeep. I need
1: to find my Jeep. Right about now I found my Jeep, and it was in my my carport, and I didn't need it for another 20 days. I was spending a lot of money on that Jeep um, because I just wanted to make sure I had one for the adventure. And uh, But, um, yeah, now I own my own follow But so it was uh, amazing, really, to, to skip forward. Um, there were a lot of things that happened that we weren't ready to happen, but I'm glad that they happened. I'm glad we didn't have anybody with us. Um, the, Adam, that was my the mechanic that I took with me, he brought us side-by-side. So we realized that a side-by-side is not conducive. I already kind of knew that. But they don't hold enough gas, and he didn't bring enough gas with him. So that three and a half hours in, he was a half tank down, And that meant we were only a third of the way through the entire route. So we were going to have a problem if we went any further. So we went back to the beginning, got him some gas, and then he got his vehicle stuck. So uh, he went off the trail, which we're not supposed to do, and, uh, and he got stuck, which was great. Because then he got to show me his skills as a mechanic. Another thing is... When, and he got himself unstuck in about 10 minutes. I mean, just he's, he is really, really good at this stuff. He's great at camping, great at off-roading. Um, on, when we turned around to come back about a minute into that, I started hearing this rattling underneath my vehicle. And, like, it was really, I'm like, oh, my God, what is that? It felt like one of its innards was going to fall out on the trail, you know? Um, so when I was on smooth land, I mean, you know, uh, paved road, it didn't do it anymore. It only did it on the dirt, so my engine was good, and I knew that. But Adam was awesome. He got right underneath my vehicle and determined that it was coming from the area of the of the um, exhaust pipe. And actually, it was um, a shock absorber that had come loose from the bolt. had undone itself, so it was just whacking itself against the against the uh, exhaust pipe as. The vehicle moved around. It was, you know, nothing that was going to hurt the car. It wasn't going to, you know, fall out. My car was going to be fine. It was just going to be noisy until I got it fixed. So, and that was like a $43 fix, which was cool. So, it was awesome to have somebody, yeah, there that could, you know, get under there and do that stuff. So, now... Uh, he gets stuck. He gets himself unstuck. Um, and in the video that I just put up today, uh, you get to see that. <laughs> and what's awesome is, you know, I'm so proud uh, of myself for taking the uh, driving courses that I have. Four, uh, 4x4training.com is where I did that. If you're in Southern California, that's where they are. But you go 4x4training.com is how you'd find them on the website. website but um they taught me so much that i'm 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 a i'm not an expert but i feel like an expert i know so much stuff i know a lot of stuff that you know Experts know, and, um, you know, airing down my tires, airing them back up. I mean, I don't need any help. I'm completely independent. I had my recovery strap. Adam didn't have a recovery strap. I'm like, yo, you need this. So (laughs) he the recovery strap, and he didn't have the hooks on the front or the back of his side-by-side because I don't think they have those. But he was able to MacGyver. Um, how to connect the strap to his vehicle. And then he needed a shovel. I'm like, you need a shovel. He's like, no, I don't. I guess like, you do. And so the video shows the evolution of that moment and he ultimately did need my shovel. So I just love <laughs> that I had yeah, all of these tools. And then the 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 Spooky thing happened at the end where we are camping now at uh, this mountain. I call it the Blue Mountain, but actually it's this mountain that's got so much copper in it that at the beginning of the um, journey, we do a treatment there, which is amazing. Uh, We're out of time, but we can talk about it another time. But so now we're going to camp at that mountain because we had to go back because of the gas and stuff, right? So it's almost evening. He needs to get to a signal to let his girlfriend know that he's Okay. I'm like, all right, well, the sun is going down, and your vehicle is being weird ever since, you know, you got it stuck. So if I don't see you in 30 minutes, I'm going to come get you. Well, he leaves, and the sun is like, oh, Adam's leaving. Let's take off. I mean, it got dark so fast after he left. And I'm over here by the in the wilderness. It was the darkest dark, and it was spooky. I'm not going to lie. In my head, I'm like, oh, my. And it's been longer than a half an hour. For a while, I was just like in my own head. And then soon I realized realized that, oh, my God, it's been more than a half hour. Where is he? And how on earth is he going to be able to see me? I'm away from the road over here by this mountain. It is dark. The mountain is no longer blue. Everything is black. So I have this cool light that I, I show in the video, this light, the gadget. And I'm waving it. And ultimately, I don't mention this in the video, but I did mention my worries that I'm waving, possibly, this light and attracting somebody who's not Adam. That is exactly what I was doing. And I'm, yes, and I was hesitant about that. I'm like, uh, you know, my intuition is like, hmm. Who is that that I'm waving this thing at, you know? And, um, and then it was good that I stopped because, you know, the person, yeah, no, that, they were probably okay. They didn't come, you know, murder me or anything. But I'm just saying, I, you know, I, I don't know who those people were. So now I'm like, oh, my God, I have to go get Adam. It's my first time driving off-road in the dark. Um, and then my car is making this noise. And so, but I had this light, so I put the light on top of his tent. I sleep in my Jeep. Um, but he was sleeping in a tent. So there was a space on top of the tent where I could squish this little light in and aim it at the road. And this light is monster bright. When you see the video, you'll see what I mean. But anyway, so now I take off. I find the road. That was nerve-wracking. I find him. We turn around. Now on the way back, I realize that he hasn't come far enough. That's why. So that light, when I was shining it, it wasn't him. It was somebody else. And um, and I um, we couldn't see find the the light, the mountain. We couldn't, like, where is it? Oh, my God, we just kept driving. So I used my Gaia Maps, Gaia GPS, and put it on satellite so that we can see, and I've got this on my iPad, right? And put it on satellite so that we can see the blue mountain, and it's like, oh. It's just up ahead a half a mile or so. So we it up a little more. All of a sudden we see the bright light coming from the mountain, and we head in and get back to the camping spot. I mean, that to me was so much victory, and I was just so grateful that all of these things were happening, that we got to experience them, that I got to see myself think and be logical and be smart and not create a bad movie, you know. Um, That's so cool. It was so cool. It was really, really fun. And, you know, and I, and I said to Adam, I'm like, wow, this did not go the way, you know, um, it was supposed to go with guests and stuff. And I guess that's why we didn't have guests. So now the other mechanic is going to go with me on the, uh, I think it's the 22nd or something like that of this month. And, um, and we'll actually finish the route because he knows, you know, ahead of time from the stories this weekend, uh, what he needs to do. And, um, Yeah, and we'll get all the way through it so I can get my camping spots that will have them for the permits, And once I do that, then I will really, honestly, be ready to bring folks with, um, you know, uh, friends or just customers who just want to experience uh, an off-road retreat. So, yeah, that's my story. And then at the very end of the uh, video, you will see that a problem happened where Adam feels that – He's just kind of like bored with the whole meditation thing. (laughs) He wants to find some rocks and do some rock crawling. I'm like, I'm sorry, that's not what a a Stargate Adventure is. And I've made a big commitment to that. And most of the people who are anxious to come with are excited about that. This is not going to be a place where you have to worry about possibly wrecking your vehicle, breaking your axles, you know, falling off something, rolling, you know what I mean? Look at the roads that I'm on in the video. This is the kind of thing we do. There I is it is.
0: So, I love it. I love it. <laughs> and nice you've, been, you. you've been building this foundation. You've been working on building this foundation for about a year. Yeah. And, yeah. and you're getting there.
1: Oh yeah, it's like so so there now and realizing what it was, you know, it's so interesting. You have to figure out what is this that you're creating almost like a a painting and it was wonderful to realize that it is a retreat. And it's going to have a lot of different um, focuses and a lot of different features to it at different times. Like there will be um, Reiki um, treatments that I'll do on some trips that I won't do on other trips. There will, you know, different things that are going to happen that uh, I'm very excited about. And every time we watch the skies, the skies were magnificent. I talk in the video about how the sky was just so black. It was just so Black, but the stars were so bright. It was like auto, like animated, you know, just amazing. So um, then it's about you know really getting familiar with what you're looking at. And, oh, is that a satellite? Oh, that's how satellites move. Well, if that's how satellites move, then what's that? You know? So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. or,
0: exactly. or maybe more precisely, who is that?
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So StargateAdventure.com That's one Stargate, one Adventure No S's on those StargateAdventure.com Is how you'd find out more about that And then of course you can always find me At com, And um, I'd love to hear from ya. So, well, hey, I you So hey am a beautiful made... Monday morning What?
0: Yes, and I always love talking with you And learning more I had already put the the link for the Conscious Cougar on the um, the description, but I just added the YouTube link because I want people to be able to go and just click it and go visit your site and see uh, what you're doing, what you're talking about because it's awesome. a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, thank you. Cool. Well, guys, very keep, welcome. Up your, keep up your bliss and um, positivity. I'm loving it. And uh, I look forward to next time.
0: Me too. The second (laughs) Monday of uh, November we'll be together again and we'll continue talking and um, we'll have all kinds of other amazing episodes to discuss.
1: For sure. Yeah, I look forward to telling you guys and everybody how I'm doing with the transition from one business to another because that's, that's because the they're two
0: totally different kinds of businesses.
1: Mhm. Totally.
0: And and you're you're able to flawlessly pull them both off when the time is there. Right. And I I yeah. believe that you're going to be able to gift the valley of the dolls to someone else who will just take over and walk in your footsteps.
1: Yeah, well, uh, with, probably, you know, actually, I, I have it. a feeling it's going to be to someone who's not going to go in exactly my footsteps but go larger. That's actually what well, I want. Thanks. I'd like to hand it to a company that can actually go for it in a bigger way than I could. Very cool. Yeah.
0: We'll be reading about it in the news, I'm sure. Heck, Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right, darling, I love you, and I will talk with you in a month. It's love not you, sooner.
1: too. Okay, and everybody out All there, right. have a great day.
0: Yeah, bye, everybody. Thank you for listening today. Remember to come back every Monday at 11 a.m. for another Manifest lesson. The second and fourth Mondays, I am live, and my guests always have something interesting to share. Be sure to follow Be Unique Radio on Blog Talk Radio or your favorite platform and check out all our other Manifest Monday shows. If you have questions, want me to guide you on your manifest journey or would like a transcript of this show, just reach out to me through beunique.org or email me at manifestmondayshow at gmail.com. Until then, stay present, stay positive, and always remain grateful. I'm your host, Mary Brotherton. Thank you for joining us today.